What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? Doing wonderful. How are you doing, Tim? Amazing. And we hope all the listeners are doing amazing as well. We have our 10 favorite positive news stories of the past week. Tim, do you want to start us off? Absolutely. So the Indiana State Fair just happened, and I have a young man who was at the fair. He was with his friends. He's standing in line, and he looks over, and he sees this parent, right, this mom with two kids, and one of the kids was about three years old, was just going wild. He's standing in line with his friends, and he was like, you know what? I can, I can help in this situation. So he walks over to the mother. The mother's name is Ashley, by the way. Walks over to Miss Ashley and was like, hey, I think he might like this. Do you mind if I give it to him? It was a stuffed animal that he won earlier on in that day. Um, he basically goes over to the three-year-old kid, gives him the stuffed animal. The stuffed animal calms him down. The mom is finally relieved because she was stressed out because he was like just going crazy for a few minutes and everybody started watching and she was just... Anxiety got high. I definitely get it as a parent. Um, with him coming over, being a teenage kid, didn't think anything of it, just saw he could help the situation, gives a stuffed animal, and then he takes off. They didn't exchange names or anything, right? He ended up going back with his friends, hanging out, and then next thing you know, a couple days later, he looks on social media, and he's getting a message from a friend saying, hey, this woman has been looking for you, which she was looking for him all over on Facebook, and they actually had a friend, a mutual friend. Um, so they were able to link back up through FaceTime. So the young kid and the boy were able to talk to each other, and he had a stuffed animal in the picture, as you can see right there, JP. Um, I thought it was a cool story, nice little positive news story. I thought it was awesome because this was just a teenage boy hanging out with his friends, and he saw a mom in need, and he did something about it, and we definitely should talk about that here on The Positive Truth. That's not what we would have done when we were teenagers. You were absolutely right. <laughs> Sweet and wholesome positive news story to start off. So I am probably more prepared and have a more thorough five set of stories <laughs> that I've ever had. They're all about going green in 2023. Ooh. And all but one have amazing names. So the first one is called Olog, and it's for old ladies against underwater garbage. Olog. <laughs> so there's a bunch of ladies in Cape Cod and they have a group that gets together every summer. There's five of them, and they're actively looking for new recruits. Two requirements have to be able to swim, and you need to be over the age of 65. One of them is in a kayak, and the other four are swimming, and they swim and dive into the lakes in the Cape Cod area, pull out trash, and clean it out every day out of lakes and ponds. They're diving like eight, nine feet and just swimming back up with all this trash. They've gotten records, dog toys, old hats, pulled out a tire. Oh, bug. <laughs> Doing all sorts of fun stuff. They said it's just their way of sticking together, helping the community and staying alive. At the end of the article, they have a quote. It says, people think middle age is the age of competence. It's when you do things. It's when you're supposed to like go around, but then when you get older, you're supposed to stop. That's what people think. Well, we're older and we don't believe that. We think the age of competence goes on way past middle age and we're gonna keep doing things to help the community. Things we're passionate with 
and we're gonna keep cleaning up these lakes for as long as we can. I love that story because it's inspiring for somebody old like myself right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, honestly, it's inspiring because I wanna stay young forever. Seeing somebody or hearing a story like that makes me think whenever I'm 65 and older, I'm gonna be out here doing things like that. Like we definitely should continue doing, you know, cleaning up a park once a year type of thing. Like how dope would it be 30 years from now? We're like, man, you know how many car parks we've cleaned up? Like we definitely should stay young like that. Definitely inspirational. Absolutely, what do you got Tim? Man, I have a, a wild story. So I have a captain by the name of Joshua Haveman. He is a flight instructor with the 60th Air Evacuation Squadron. He is in the Air Force. Um, he was actually hiking at Yosemite Park and when he was hiking he got to the summit with a, his group and he realized some people were in trouble like almost immediately he said people were kind of wondering what was going on um, so he rushed over and he saw that a climber had fallen about 80 or 90 feet up um, he had a, his leg was broken you could tell um, so he immediately was like I have to do something about this I can't leave that guy over there um, so he actually jumped into action without his gear he basically climbed over about 15 feet with nothing strapped on, he could have fell and definitely not made it, um, but he needed to get over there immediately. So he grabbed some sticks, climbed over there, and with those sticks, he had ace bandage on him already from his first aid kit, and he created like a splint for this man so he could help this man like get his leg together and able to be able to move around. Um, about 15 or 20 minutes later, that's when the first responders finally got there. They actually had a helicopter come get this man because he was you know, in a horrible spot. Um, that's whenever the captain here, uh, Mr. Joshua, he basically, instead of being the main hero, he stepped to the side and let the first responders do their thing, and he was just assisting, and then he went about his day. Um, he's definitely a hero. Everybody knows it. The first responders even said if he didn't go over there as fast as he did, we're not sure if he would have even made it. So it's definitely a, a wild story here on this uh, Positive Truth Day. Heroes with the Positive Truth Podcast. That story. Do you have a video? I wish, man. I wish. You, you know me and videos. I'm for sure I got one or two in here, but this one isn't it. So, have you ever been called a garbage person, Tim? Yes. Really? Yes. I, I was setting you up to say no, and then I was going to say, oh, you're a nice person. And then I was going <laughs> to hope you were going to say, have you been, JP? And I was going to be like, no comment. But you totally ruined my whole segue and joke. Man, it happens. Southside problems. Well, I want to be a garbage human too because I have been inspired by the garbage humans of ATX or Austin, Texas. So you were just talking about like five minutes ago how you wanted to go clean a park once a year. Yeah, absolutely. So the garbage humans of ATX, they have an Instagram account. They have a thousand followers. And what they do is once a month, they go to parks in Austin, Texas and they clean it up and trash it. And they basically get a group together and clean up all the trash. Do it once a month. I mean, the name is just so good. Garbage humans. So 10 good. out of 10. So good. They said it's their way of giving back, helping out, and just, you don't want to go to a park and just see trash. Absolutely not. Man, the trash tag challenge we did some years ago, I know we spoke about it on Pre -pandemic. here. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. I think it was, it was, yeah, we went and did it the first week of COVID. You remember that? The one we did by ourselves or the ones with yeah. the kids? Well, yeah, my bad. The ones we did at, the second one we were gonna do. Yeah, we, I remember that one. We did it was just us. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs> that same park we did with those kids though, 
was so special. It's such a, a core memory for me. I think about driving down, I drove to a different park, but I had to pass that park on Western and it was so clean and there were so many people out there. I was like, wow, we did that. We really did that. It was a bunch of us that showed up that day, but honestly, I would love to do something like that. It's so simple, but doing it even once a year is just, we it's should cool. team up with them. We should be the garbage podcasters of OKC. Ooh, <laughs> we can meet in the middle. We can clean a park over there and then come over here with us. Never been to Austin. Oh, it's such a good time. I know. <sighs> Especially as someone who likes to boogie. You would love. I got into so many dance dance offs, man. I'm, oh, man, great time. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Tim? Man, I have another hero story. So this one caught me off guard. So this, this woman, right? Her name is uh, Adriana. And she's at the beach, she's taking pictures, and she sees something from a distance. She's like, oh, that must be a bird. She took a picture, didn't think anything of it. But she also noticed there was a large group of people like kind of surrounding the area where she saw this bird. So she kind of got into her camera and looked again, and she was like, oh, that's not a bird. It was actually a deer. This deer kept like jumping into the water, into the ocean at this beach, right? And then coming out and jumping back in. It was kind of just playing but this current got really strong. So the deer started going out more. And this is when the people started surrounding uh, that area. They were kind of like worried for the deer. They're like, oh no, this deer is going to drown. What are we going to do? And that's whenever like Aquaman basically came by. Uh, there was a surfer. This surfer was just doing its thing and saw the deer as well too. So grabbed the deer by the horn, so to speak, and helped lead the way back to shore. Um, the surfer took off after that. Nobody knew the surfer's name or anything and people are still looking for him, but I thought it was wild and I thought it was super cool because I know myself, oh, I ain't getting that deer. <laughs> I'm too terrified, man. Yeah, we don't do wild animals. Like, we, we appreciate wild animals. We're glad with all the conservation stories. We're not getting close to them, though. Terrified. We grew up on the south side of Oklahoma City. Yeah, but that is a really good positive news story. Just... I like how you threw in the pun, grabbed the deer by the horns. <laughs> Look at this, man. I got a picture. <laughs> oh, that's wild. But yeah. Well, I got a video. I didn't even watch it. I have a video. <laughs> Where are you going to show the video to, Tim? On our uh, Facebook page, at the Positive Truth Podcast. Before we get to our last five positive news stories, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guarantee you make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Grateful for my mom. And she watches my kids like no other. And I think my son likes my mom more than he likes me. So I'm, I'm grateful for that, for sure. I think that's a beautiful thing. Kind of hard to be grandma's Tim. Toughest thing in the world. We are very pro-grandma on the Positive Truth Podcast. And we're not scared of them either. <laughs> I'm scared of some grandmas, but I ain't scared of them loving them. <laughs> exactly. Perfectly said. I'm going to be grateful for challenges because I feel like everything in my life is a challenge right now. But challenges and failures are how you become a better person. Speaking of challenges, I'm going to challenge you, Tim, to soil your undies. <laughs> challenge accepted. No, I'm just kidding. No, seriously, that's the next positive news story. It's out of Montana, and it's called the Soil Your Undies Campaign. Please keep going. <laughs> I told you my names were on point. Going green, everything. Everything is great. All right. So what is the positivity in this soilness? So Soil Your Undies is a campaign 
talking about soil diversity. So we talk about animals on here, we just talked about saving a deer, but there are tons of little microbes in the soil that we don't pay attention to. We pay and get our, our lawns, you know, get them sprayed and all that. We really don't pay attention to soil health. We're not farmers either. So in Montana, this farmer challenged a group and was like, I want you to go out in your yard and bury a pair of your underwear, soil your undies. And then after a month, come back out and pull, like undig them, pull them out. And she says, if your underwear looks clean, like if it looks like nothing has been eating on it, that means you have very bad soil, you have bad life, and you have a lot of, there's basically a lot of dead microbes. So you need to do something to help produce and like cleanse your soil. If you pull them out and there's nothing but a jock strap, you know, you got really good soil. So they did this all over Montana to spread info about soil health, biodiversity. And then if anyone pulled it up, they're like, oh, my undies are still there. They would come out and they would help them build up biodiversity in their soil and have healthier grass, plants, all that fun That's stuff. one of the most unique positive news stories I've heard, right? Like, for real. Like, uh, we've done all kind of positive news stories. They're all amazing in their own way. This one is super unique. So I'm gonna challenge you, Tim. You wanna go soil your undies next summer with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was hard. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I, I, th I really think about doing this in my backyard. It sounds interesting. I definitely got stuff that'll eat mine to wear in my backyard, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. What do you got, Tim? Man, I have another awesome story. Um, in Georgia, there was this male lady, and she was doing her thing, but then she saw a dog, and she saw a snake. The snake bit the dog. She immediately was like, oh no. What do I do? She rang on this doorbell where the dog was at. Um, nobody was there. So she was like, I can't just leave the dog here. He's going to die. Left a message on the ring doorbell. I'm sorry. I saw your dog get bit by a snake. I can't just leave him here. I'm going to take him to the vet. And then she left a note with you know where she left him and everything like that. And then she took off. She went to the vet, left the dog there, and then took off. The owners got home, saw them, or obviously saw the message from where they were at, get home. They see the note. They go to the uh, get the dog and... They're beyond happy. But they were like, hold up, we need to find this male woman. <laughs> so they get on social media, the power of social media, and they were able to uh, reunite, actually. And, you know, she basically posted on social media, the, the mom was like, uh, I need to find this male woman, please, somebody help. And she, the male lady actually saw it. So she commented, was like, oh, I'm, I was so happy to help. Your dog is a doll. I think the dog's name was Gabby. Um, or Ginger. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jeez, close enough. <laughs> I got close. Um, but yeah, I thought the story was pretty awesome. Uh, I see mailmen all the time. I actually have a mailman on my block um, who carries dog treats with him. There's so many stray dogs on the south side. We all know this. By, well, we know this. <laughs> so many stray dogs, but he was like, oh, I'm not going to mace them like a lot of other people do. I would rather just give them a dog treat and they leave me alone. Matter of fact, the dogs on my block, they follow this dog, this dude. It's hilarious to me. He's constantly tossing like five of them out just so they can get away. It's funny to me. I'm, so you have a dog. Indeed. If someone did that for your dog, you would be eternally grateful. Oh, it's like your kid. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. You're the godparent. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an awesome positive news story, Tim. My net, so I'm out of cool names. But this one's called Ancestral Lands Conversation, Conversation 
Conservation, my bad, Ancestral Lands Conservation Corps. It's based out of New Mexico, and it's one of my favorite community volunteer government groups I've ever come across. In New Mexico, there's a lot of indigenous land, and what they do is they get indigenous teens, and they're like, come work for us. You gotta be between the age of 15 and 25, and we'll pay you to trim bushes on indigenous people's lands and we'll teach you the history of what happened here, like our people, our culture. And so they'll go around and they'll trim bushes. And the goal is with wildfires, if you don't trim the trees properly, the fires will come through and they'll just burn up the tree. But if you trim them and the fire comes, it won't burn down. They learn that through their culture, indigenous people. So they'll go through and they'll teach the kids this, well they're not really kids, 15 to 25, and then they'll teach them more stories about the land, then they start working with the soil, then they help the biodiversity with the animals. It's a government program started in 1998 and they're like, there's really just one person in charge. And they pushed a, they put a post out like, we need volunteers, we'll pay you, it's not really volunteer work. But then the kids do it and they like it so much they tell their friends about it and so they always get this influx of new 15 to 25 year olds and then their community is more connected because you get this 10 year gap of people knowing people and then whenever they're like if you start at 15 you know 25 year olds and whenever you're 25 you know 15 year olds so now you have this gap of people between whenever you're older 20 years that you can always go on for help in the community lifelong friends so it's just one of my favorite AmeriCorps affiliated programs in America. You should do that everywhere. That's way better than my first job, KFC. Just saying. Old McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good positive news story, absolutely. Community. Take that world. What do you got, Tim? Man, I took one of your categories, man. Science is cool with the positive truth. Um, MIT had a breakthrough recently. Um, they basically turned ocean water into affordable fresh water. Um, I can talk about the science terms and stuff, but basically they figured out the way that water swirls naturally and how it evaporates. They did this in this like machine thing and it ended up working. <laughs> um, it's basically pumping four to six liters per hour. Um, and they're like, yo, this could turn into something where everybody can afford this. And obviously there's a lot of oceans out here in this world. <laughs> a lot of oceans out here in this world. <laughs> <laughs> understatement of the century so yeah man i thought that was awesome considering you know people need is water there a lot everywhere. of oceans or a lot of water in the ocean too much thinking with the positive truth <laughs> <laughs> i actually had that last week but i was i didn't want to do it but yeah they do the evaporation thing that pulls the salts out so you can drink from it i thought it was wild I mean, I want that on, if I'm ever on a boat and something happens, I need that, I need that here so your boy can survive. Castaway. Um, Never seen it. Uh, yeah, no. Wilson. That's a little hilarious to me. Um, what about, uh, what, the Disney movie? Um, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in trouble if I can't get this right. My daughter's going to beat me up. Oh no. <laughs> you Google it and I'll no. do my next positive news yeah. story. Oh my gosh. It's, I know this too. You gotta love live podcasting. I refuse to edit this out. <laughs> so my my last positive news story doesn't have a cool name to it, but it's special to us because we're based out of Oklahoma, Oklahoma City exactly. And the Oklahoma Conservation Commission has just announced 
that in 2002, they started their river conservation program because there was a creek that was so impaired, they're like, nothing can live here. And since then, Oklahoma has saved 96 streams. The biodiversity has times 100 went up and Oklahoma has been the landmark for saving streams in the nation. Oh, snap. We're actually never wanted something instead of last. <laughs> Amazing. People don't understand how like happy I am for this. Any Oklahoman should be happy for this. Like we're tired of, of being last for everything. Or like bottom five states. Education, <laughs> healthcare, etc. Yeah, we're tired of it. So we're number one, Tim. We're number one. Hey, I actually went on a hike and that's where plan me and Layla plan on going on more hikes for sure. Um and it was so beautiful outside. So like seeing that picture that I'm looking at right there and to know that, you know, people are trying to do their part, I'm excited. Like I'm even more excited. Go Oklahoma. Yeah, our tax money going to something useful. Yeah, I love it. Oh, that movie was called Moana, by the way. I can't believe I I've never even heard of that. Oh, JP. I know. That's how that's why most people don't want to hang around me. <laughs> <laughs> that exact feeling right there. Oh, that is hilarious. Ah, you need a hug. <laughs> But no hugs to give, except positive quotes with positive truth. What a segue. What do you got, Tim? If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Quotes by Tim. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.